Welcome to Podkendo, a Nintendo podcast, where they analyze, reminisce, and replay the glory of old Nintendo games. Alright, hey guys, welcome to the Podtendo Podcast, where we analyze, reminisce, and replay the glory of old Nintendo games. We can be contacted if you email us at podtendo at gmail.com, we're on Twitter at Twitter, uh, no, Podtendo Podcast on Twitter, uh, we're on Instagram, if you search us out there, don't look us up at Facebook, there's an account, but I think it might be dead, YouTube, there's like some type of a vibrant presence, maybe you're listening to us on YouTube, so it's exciting stuff, I'm your co-host Mick, you can find me, no, I'm just Mick, I'm joined every episode by my lovely and talented co-host, Tyson, hi, welcome, good day, how are you? Good, 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 how are you? You know me, cannot complain ever so that's how we roll so potendo is a review retrospective let's play pop culture show so we're gonna do all those things we're gonna kind of review a game today uh we're gonna do a little bit of retrospective on it we're gonna tell you about our playthrough and we're gonna talk about a little pop culture so i, I couldn't be happier yeah i think we're uh we got a fun one lined up it's, it's a little bit more action-packed than our regular episodes yeah and this is actually one of those ones we've been meaning to get to for such a long time uh, again if you Click on the video, you know where we are, so I don't know why we jump around. We're looking at Mega Man 3 for the NES today. Uh, this was, because I think we, like, powered through. If you looked, like, the first couple shows, maybe 20 shows, we hit. I hit Mega Man, I think, by myself. And then Mega Man 2, maybe you joined me, but you didn't play or something like that. So we're looking at the third iteration. Uh, and we, I've been meaning for years to kind of look at uh, just, like, the original NES collection, uh, the other Mega Man games, the Mega Man X series. So it's nice that we're finally getting to this. And uh, maybe spoilers at a future uh, big year-end review, maybe maybe Mega Man makes that appearance. Yeah, well, there's a lot of these games to get through, like six on the original NES, and then we got the X series. So like tons and tons of good games to get through, and they've always just kind of been a part of our childhood, and they sparked a certain creativity. So yeah. um, definitely definitely need to be on the list so i'm happy we got to it cool yo so into the vital stats of this fun fun game as we dive in it was developed by capcom this game specifically has sold over 1 million copies it was released september 28 1990 how long to beat has this game at three and a half hours price at release was 49.99 and if you factored in inflation that'd be 90 dollars today holy smokes on ebay copy of this game is going to be anywhere from 60 dollars to 150 for an inboxed copy on eShop. Uh, it's about five dollars on uh, 3ds and if you buy the Mega Man collection uh, it may cost you like five dollars for all the classic games so definitely worth it I know Capcom looked like uh, PlayStation Network had a kind of Capcom now this was also months ago <laughs> I realize I'm recording this like a month in advance but uh, if you do keep your eye out uh, Mega Man Mega Man X collection sometimes you can buy them all for like relatively cheap I think every single Mega Man and Mega Man X game there was a bundle that was like $50 or something like that on sale so if you keep your eye open that's yeah, not a bad $50 if you want a wide variety of games so yeah and it's on like a ton of different consoles so if you have a preference of one just keep an eye eye on it 
Um, if you don't want to miss a sale, just literally go to your whatever one you like to use and just add it to your wish list. Yeah. It, they'll send you an email once on sale so you don't miss it. And I think like these things go on sale at least twice a year by my count. Because um, I know you at least get the, the Boxing Day. Usually yeah, it's on yeah, around yeah. Boxing Day holiday. It's on sale. And then both midsummer, it's usually again on sale. So, um, and then sometimes Capcom just like here's a Thursday sale. Here's yeah. all our stuff seventy percent off. So Capcom's pretty just good. Keep about an eye on it. The sales yeah. too, like between Resident Evil, Mega Man, Street Fighter, maybe they have too. They're usually pretty good for that. Yeah. So where to play? Like we alluded to, pretty much everything: uh, NES, PlayStation, uh, any of the Mega Man collections on the PS2, GameCube, Xbox, uh, more modern systems. You'll find this fun title. So sweet stuff. I think I played it on the Mega Man legacy collection on my 3ds so that's where i played it fun on the go yeah it's always a good time i mean i think that these games portable just work so well so that's why i think the switch is a really strong platform but mm-hmm. i can't just keep buying everything for the switch yeah, I just can't enough. diversify gotta diversify just like a portfolio anyways let's look uh, now that we kind of know the vital stats where this game is you might ask yourself where were you when this game came out maybe you were just a little tiny itty bitty baby and you have no idea what was going on in the world of pop culture well maybe other people were alive so it's not just about babies don't be a baby let's look at jump into our patented wayback machine travel back to the year september 28th 1990 and ask the age-old question do we want to live there so we don't start out by asking the favorite show so it's between two today's season one of the simpsons episode 13 some enchanted evening homer and marge try to go on a date while the kids take on the babysitter bandit or teenage mutant ninja turtles season four episode 18 back to the egg krang hires a multi-dimensional ringmaster who intends to make the turtles part of his circus he uses an anti-age serum and leo and mikey are turned into five-year-olds so outside of those two shows what would you rather go back in time and walk mm, very interesting um so we had like the Season four, I think, is a very strange season of Ninja Turtles. The ones, the seasons that everybody kind of remembers the most fondly are like one and two. I think three starts getting really weird. And then four and five had like almost two completely different new studios. I can't entirely remember. And this Simpson episode always um, resonated with me. It's so like interesting. Um, I don't think that there's been many other stories where like, all three kids are in danger. Like it feels like there's actually like imminent danger. Like the babysitter is a threatening person and could hurt these kids. Never does. Yeah. Um, I think that's why it got aired, but uh, very, very cool. Like she just like ties them up or whatever, but still it's like very scary as a kid that your babysitter would just all of a sudden turn into a, an actual, like, like someone that's like most on America's most wanted, which was super popular at the time. And I'm pretty sure it was like right after this. So that was right in like the ethos of what everybody was feeling. So it was almost like you watched South or Simpsons and then you watched like America's Most Wanted. And like th- this was just the, a blend of the, those two shows all mixed in one. And yeah, there's some really highlights of the animation and some low marks of the animation. But there's some some scenes of this I think are actually like fantastic. If you And then some scenes are just like cringe. So... I don't know what was going on with the animation studio, but I feel like this was one of the ones that they had to send back multiple times. Um, but yeah, like I, I think, I think hands down, I gotta go with the Simpsons here. It's just too, too strong of, a, of an episode. Really, the Simpsons. I just thought that was like a no-brainer. I'm like, I, I personally 
Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of early Simpsons. Like, season two I can get on. Season one, I'm just like, no, I'm not a fan. But glad Tyson picked it, so good job, Simpsons. Alright, so I definitely pressed stop on the recording and not on the video, so good luck editing that in the future, Mick. That's what you got for not paying attention. Good job, Simpsons. Whoopsie doopsie. Whoopsie. Hmm, whoopsie. Alright, so when Tyson says whoopsie, I respond with whoopsie. I'll try and sync that up. Cool. Other top TV shows that were around at the time were Growing Pains, Fresh Prince, Full House, Saved by the Bell, Law and & Order, and Golden Girls. Top cartoons were Rugrats, Doug, Rocco's Modern Life, and Animania. Hmm. Some interesting... I feel like we hung out in this time before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've probably gushed about these things and threw some shade at, at Doug um, at least once or twice. But one more time's not bad. Doug's a boring show for boring kids. Um, and even when it was trying to be interesting, it still wasn't. You know, if you really didn't have anything interesting to go on, I mean, I guess you could watch it. I feel like it was that good prep for, like, doing homework because you were so bored of the cartoon that you're like man i should probably go do my homework make sure that i'm like ahead of my studies because <sighs> what am i doing wasting my life watching this show so i feel like that was the intention hmm, interesting i uh, i kind of feel like it was probably like a saturday morning cartoon probably wasn't doing homework at that point so anyways what top movies uh we got pacific heights came out this week still in theaters could be goodfellas and if you waited you could see quiggly down under it kind of seems like maybe a light week for uh, movies yeah well i mean any parents taking their kids to goodfellas is uh yeah yeah that's a, that's a questionable up, decision but you know what yeah props yeah. to them i guess kids are back at school you're not taking your kids to the theaters apparently at this time early 90s interesting time i would top video games so i couldn't pin down an exact date uh but there were some good games that were released like around this time so we have like uh michael jackson's moonwalker street fighter 2010 which is different from street fighter apparently little nemo the dream master which was based on a weird japanese comic series comic strip which turned into a little mo like a movie called Little Nemo in Dreamland, which is messed up. Apparently the game's really good. It's on a bunch of like underrated gems. We might be playing it at some point. Uh, King's Quest 1, which I believe is that weird game where there was like prizes and there was like a crown and like a, a sword and stuff like that. So I think that was the first part here. Die Hard and Back to the Futures, part two and three of the video games. So some interesting games, I suppose. Oof, not, not a bunch of things that jumped to the top of my list when I think back. But, um, and I think King's Quest is actually like an, a point and click adventure game, Revenge on Monkey Island or one of those games. I think it's more in line with those games than it is with the, but I could be completely mistaken. I don't know any of these, these games, they're, they're all like a weird mystery. Like I, I've looked into Street Fighter, um, 2010 being a Street Fighter fan and I was confused and bewildered cause it's like a 2D side scroller beam up. I think if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. set in the future, you know, the future of 2010, and yeah, I think the the highlight is Little Nemo for sure because that was a weird fever dream of, of a cartoon that our parents let us watch. So if if we're gonna if we're gonna play that game, I I suggest we at least touch on the movie and be subjected to it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't. 
yeah, again, it, it popped up on a list. Um, I'm creating kind of a document. So we have like a master document of games we like we have to play. And it just happens to be one of the ones that keeps jumping up. So I was like, hmm, interesting. But finally, we'll end with our top songs according to the Billboard charts. Uh, yeah, and go from there. I, I kind of feel, again, uh, it looked like the usual suspects. Definitely been in this time before. So I was like, uh, what about just the top songs at the time? Or like, I think I said if we waited a few weeks. Something like that. But the number three song was Come Back to Me by Janet Jackson. Can't say that I do. So, hmm. At least we saw Janet, or like you know, we need at least Janet or mm-hmm. Mariah Carey sighting. So that's that's a ding. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about number two song was "Epic" by Faith No More. Yeah, I can't wait for that YouTube copyright strike to pop up. So, yeah, might might want to keep these things real real short. Um, well, it's just a simple. Uh, click. Do you remember like, playing Rock Band with this song? Like, I mean, yes, yes, that is literally why yeah. I put it because I'm like, good, good yeah, days. that's like the Rock Band song. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then finally, the number one song, or in some iteration, uh, maybe if you waited a few weeks, the song that would be popular is "Ice Ice Baby" by Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Speaking of Ninja Turtles. Very close to Under Pressure by uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Ninja Turtles no, Vanilla Ice there. Um but yeah, just yeah. so they won they won uh, Vanilla Ice won that legal battle because the melody is one note different. That's all it takes, kids. You can, you can take the most popular song in the world, change one note, and boom. You still okay? Done. Done. Sweet. Yo. 15 minutes to get through the Wayback Machine. Good job by us. Yeah, we're not speedy at uh, that. No, apparently not. All right. Well, it's, this is going to be like a 45-minute podcast. So half an hour left for Mega Man. Pretty exciting. So we dive into it. Uh, now that we know what the pop, or, or pop culture landscape looks like. So if you're a little bit older than say 31 at this point like in your later 30s you'd be like i was alive at that time that's when this game came out cool uh some of the development details so this game uh, development began over a year after the release of Mega Man 2 the designer kenji infune found that a recent management change at capcom didn't really understand what made Mega Man 2 successful, which led to a rush deadline and the release of the game before the designers thought it was ready. Two new characters were introduced in this game. Proto Man, originally called Blues in Japan, and Mega Man's dog, Rush. Proto Man acts as a mysterious character and was based on anime, whereas Rush was designed so that the extra items from Mega Man's 1 and 2 could have a little bit more personality. Uh, And since the theme was kind of like, or there was like a music theme to Rock Man, and Blues Man, Rush is probably named after the band. And Capcom sought ideas from fans for the creation of the game's robot masters. They received 50,000 design submissions. And yet, we got Top Man. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think that that's the, one of the most amazing things about the Mega Man universe is the diversity of the robot masters. Like, you can literally make 
a robot master out of anything. It's amazing. Yes. And to have such, you know, flexibility really like left it open to the game designers to just go nuts, which is why we got bloody six of these games just on the uh the original Nintendo. And yeah, I think that it's neat that they actually added uh, Rush the Dog because I was always a big fan of Rush the Dog because I, I believe this was around the time the an- the animated TV series was probably tearing up the charts or about to tear up the charts or faded off into oblivion. Um, but I remember like watching two to three episodes and it was fantastic. And I think that's where my love of Mega Man came from, but I'm not entirely, entirely yeah. sure. So. 94. The cartoon series came out in 94, so close. But Just about no to tear up the charts. Uh, Mega Man, what was it called? Captain N, the Game Master. When did that come out? Because Mega Man was, I think, a character in that. That was released in 89, so you could have seen yeah. the weird Mega Man in that. I want to see. A, I want to watch. look at a picture of him. Again, because like, we're like, we're on a strict time limit today. We're just we're doing whatever we want. Where's that? Look at that weird little green looking guy. Oh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Mega Man. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I've watched like maybe two episodes of Captain N. That, I, it was definitely the original Mega Man show for sure. For sure. Because yeah. I was, uh, well, my brain probably wasn't just fully developed at this point in the, uh, yeah, <laughs> in the world. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, what, what controls of this fun, fun game? So the best part of Mega Man is he jump and shoot. Yeah. I'm, it's called jump and shoot, so, man. It's a wee babe. Yeah. Uh, and then, however, uh, now Mega Man can slide, which helps with his movement speed, and can be used to avoid some obstacles. Pretty neat. And then after each robot uh, robot master battle, you acquire their weapon to beef up your arsenal. Along the way, you can also unlock three rush abilities. Jet Coil, uh, Jet Rush Jet, Rush Coil, and Rush... I think you get something. Huh. Submarine or something like that, right? something i know i use the coil and jet more than the third one uh yeah like i think it's just a submarine Um, and it's only it's only for that one area gemini man there's like that one little underwater world that's it that's the only time you'd use the submarine so ah ah which is why it doesn't really ring a bell because it was probably for like three screens yeah matt including the slide is just like hey this starting to feel like mega man now if only i could charge up this darn pea shooter but it feels good. Like, I mean, I think that this is like, it's Mega Man. So you have so much more flexibility. And even if like there's, cause a lot of the problem that came, I found was trying to jump over like one, like a, a, like a projectile that was coming towards you. That was, and there was another one just slightly above that. So like just trying to jump through the, the gap, but now you just slide under the one, the, the lower one. It's so much easier. So much easier. Yeah. Makes this game just silky smooth. Nice. Yeah, no, uh, controls are definitely tight. A uh, little bit of improvement, like Tyson said, the charge shot that comes, I believe, in the next game. So it, it gets there. The, they, they slowly tinker with it, right? And the, the level design here does just play to that. Uh, if you get used to kind of the later games, uh, the, the this is kind of the, like, dash slide that we see or like the dash jump uh that kind of just really increases the platforming abilities of Mega Man x and that's kind of the first iteration we see in this little fun game here uh onto the first memories though uh this was not my first Mega Man game Uh, at some point i played Mega Man 2 Mega Man x and then the original Mega Man uh and then someone told me though along like throughout my life that Mega Man 3 was like kind of the must play it was the greatest in the series uh and i do have a i think i played through it at some point on my psp i didn't ever get past 
Doc Robot. That's kind of where I think I got stuck on that playthrough. So this is my first actual full playthrough of Mega Man 3. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, you know, I um, this was definitely not my first Mega Man game. But, uh, yeah, go, like I kind of knew about like 1 to 6. Back in, uh, back in like, and then university, I did play around with them. Um, never really kind of okay. got too much into them because I feel, I felt, always felt like I should play them either chronologically. And then I just struggled mm. with one for a really long time. Uh, and then when I bought the Legacy Collection, I think I just like messed around with them all again. Um, but this is my first time actually playing it all the way through, um, which is surprising because it's like, this has Rush and Proto Man. Why was I not all, all over this one? Um, my That's Wikipedia yeah, skills have, were just weaker back then, I guess. I have I have a copy of two uh, from the 3DS store that I bought. It's like Mega Man Two and then like six or something like that or four. Because uh, I heard those are kind of stronger titles in the series too. So I've played like one of those and just again randomly missed this one. But today played through it and that's what we're talking about for the podcast. So I think with that we just kind of get into the let's play level notes. See where that takes us. Start off though, however, we need to know what the story of this, because that's really important to understand in Mega Man games. You need to have the story. Otherwise, you're just the guy that runs and jumps and shoots and fights guys. Psh, crazy, yo. So story. So after two failed ast- attempts at world domination, Dr. Wily claims to have reformed and begins w- working with Dr. Light on a project to build a peacekeeping robot named Gamma. During this time, eight robot masters in charge of a set of mining worlds go berserk and make off with Gamma's eight power crystals. You probably didn't even know that story. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, it's not like this game just drops you into level select screen and doesn't tell you anything. But who would have guessed Dr. Wily's back? I'm guessing probably going to have to stop him at some point. Oh, Possibly. Dr. Wily comes back again and again and again and again and again and again and again. again. Yeah, good old. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're fun games. They're well-designed games, but the story is really light, so I guess we give them a free pass. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I guess when you're more in, like, you spend more effort designing the characters than you do the story involving said characters. I think it's more of just like, just slap them into a game. We just we want to see the character sprites bouncing around. It's more about the in-game experience than is the outer yeah. game experience, which is, I feel like the opposite of Sonic. <laughs> Because like yep. Sonic's all about like the the world it builds, and which is why they can make like twelve, fifteen, twenty bad games, and people are still like, "I'll buy another one, please." It's like you just like the lore of this; you don't enjoy the game, or you wouldn't keep play or, like buying these. So fascinating! Yeah. What a fascinating, yeah, perspective. You're right, huh? All right, cool. Well, let's 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 dive into these well-designed levels apparently at the level note section so uh at the stage select screen you can select any of the eight robot masters and go after them it's amazing uh let's follow this random boss order that i found on a google search that's how we're going through it today so apparently we're starting with magnet man uh there are a lot of kind of just non-distinct levels this is one of them uh this level is the seats kind of like an industrial area there's some magnets that hover you there's a boss fight with Breakman. Maybe Proto-Man, maybe they're the same person, maybe they're not. I'm not sure. And some light platforming. The boss here, he isn't too hard. And if you have one to two E-Tanks, you should be able to avoid his magnet attacks and live long enough to beat him. And then we get the magnet missiles. Yeah, and I think he's one of the few um, bosses that actually take like a lot of damage to the, just the little pea shooter. Um, mm-hmm. And those are, those are definitely the ones you want to start with, even if the... 
you know, patterns are a little tricky, but once you get it down, it's not too bad. And like Mick said, if you have some E tanks, it's it's all right. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely easier. For some reason, I like to st- I start with Snake Man a lot if I'm just kind of playing the game and I don't have any prior knowledge. Uh, he's all right. He can definitely beat them. Some of those bosses, I don't know if you can beat or they're way more difficult without the weakness. Mag- Magnet Man, one of those guys you can definitely make. He, however, leads us into Hard Man. So this area is kind of has a mining theme to it. Okay, all right. Uh, we are attacked by some monkings. They're like gorilla enemies. Some bees, which are really annoying, uh, but nothing really serious. Uh, there isn't a really easy E-Tank e- e- to collect here. Uh, so I maybe would recommend like start here if you can't find a password and kind of just cheese the like 90 tanks right at the start from a password uh really easy to collect a couple e-tanks and hard man's level uh then kind of go back and fight magnet man and the boss here he's kind of a bigger guy he tries to crush you and you use the magnet missiles and they kind of are heat seeking so really easy to kill and i think we get the hard knuckles from this guy yeah i think there's a couple tricky platforming sections where you kind of have to kind of work your way to the edge of a platform and then jump and almost bump the screen but work your way back you're almost like juking the screen kind of move it forward but like you like land back where you were learn that technique because it's going to save you um so much frustration in some of these later levels where you just have to move the screen forward but you want to be on the safety of a back pa- a back um more like more back pl- platform just just yeah just uh, not too too stressful like area to practice it but get it down quick nice. yeah like with this i mean if you're playing on the legacy collection there is kind of a save state feature and you can kind of just save scum i prefer to kind of start at the start of a screen uh, and try and make my way across the screen in like one go uh before kind of saving before i get to the next area so i'll do that occasionally so yeah some of those tougher jumps it just through trial and um, attrition, you'll get through it, right? Uh, I don't think there are any of the hidden platforms or like the disappearing blocks. There are some in Magnet Man stage, none in Hard Man. And I don't think there's any in Top Man, but maybe I'm wrong. I didn't really write those down. Uh, so Top Man is the next guy we get to fight. And it's a random green industrial area. There are some annoying jumps with mis- uh, materializing nuts and bolt enemies. Nothing really bad. Uh, and the boss, you just kind of shoot him and avoid his tops with the hard knuckles. And he dies. Yeah, and again, this is my my favorite, um, like Robo Master because he's so original. He has a top slapped to his head, and we're like, "Top man, nailed it!" On to the next one. I'm glad we spent so much time and effort developing these characters. It's like, yeah, top man. He's strange. He has a cool power top though. Man. But once you get him, he basically yeah. does like some spinning attacks, which is very useful. Oh, really? Out. I think the top spin is like the worst one. And actually, I don't even know how it works. So you just kind of jump and press the button, and you spin. I want to say, like, I want to say either Shadow or Gemini, either you just, like, spin uppercut, basically, them, and it just takes off, like, four to five bars of their health. So it's really easy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's Shadow Man, because that's kind of the next on the list here. Could be. I want to say I didn't use it for Shadow Man, because Shadow Man's weird. He's, like, and this is where the game starts getting harder, because, like, the next few boss, minus, like, Snake Man, are little weird and tricky and they don't really go down to just a regular pea shooter so you actually have to like use the robo masters abilities which i swear is the foundation of where we all got our anxieties of using the abilities of the of the bosses because imagine like playing this game as a kid and you get to one of these bosses and you don't have the specific thing that you need to beat them or to do a lot of damage and you end up just like chewing through all your e-tanks because you were a little sloppy with your um, item usage. So definitely starting to get a little harder in this game. And I think that 
Shadow Man's nice. level is a good example of where it jumps off. Shadow Man, you say? So apparently this area is mm. has some lava in the background, uh, and there's some enemies that are grenades, uh, and Proto Man fights you again, and then there's some enemies that shut off the lights, so don't fall down any holes, although I don't think there's a lot of pits around those guys, so it's just kind of figuring out the platforming uh, kind of trial and error. Uh, the boss here, though, if you use the top spin attack, apparently you win, so... Like I said, not the greatest attack, uh, but it does a job at least against Shadow Man, which moves us on to the next area, Spark Man. Mm-hmm. I found... I think I played through this game three times to try and like have some semblance that I could talk about some aspect of the game design. It's tricky, because they're just random areas and like a couple little screens and you're done, right? Nothing really too distinct stands out. Uh, like I know in Top Man's stage, there's a screen where there's little platforms that move up and down and they rotate. Uh, but like, that's kind of it. And like, I know there's the lights out mechanic in the Shadow Man stage, but nothing really super specific or like any like kudos I would give to the game design. No. And even the character, like even the enemy models are usually like, here's two bolts. They attack. And yeah. you're like, this is dumb. Yeah. You couldn't even design an actual like enemy sprite. You're just throwing like, who's here's two screws. Yeah. Just shrink. Well, I kind a, of a almost want to go back and... you had that we had in the literal last game. Just shrink it. Do it one tenth yeah. the, the slice. Slap two together and have it come towards you. There, there. There's an enemy sprite. There's one of your sixteen enemy sprites done. You're like, this is. Did you do this in an afternoon? Like, I get that they had to pump out six of these games during the NES lifespan, but I figure that some effort was put in towards the character design and, and like, layout. Yeah, because there's no unifying theme. Like, if you look at, like, Mega Man 2, there's usually, like, a unifying theme that runs across the whole level. Here it's just, like, here's some stages that we built. Go. Well, they are all just very like, I played, industrial. Play, I, I played, played some Mario Maker levels that have, like, more synergy going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and like you said, like Mega Man 2, I kind of do want to almost go back and play Mega Man 2 and look at them. Because uh, I do feel like those levels do t- are tied together well. Versus these are just, like I said off the top, kind of non-distinct. Uh, and I couldn't tell you specifically, like even if I was looking at a picture of them, to be like, oh, that one. Because they kind of do just blend together, essentially, right? Like Sparkman stage. Uh, we're in a power, a power plant themed level, which is different from Magnet Man. And there's like magnets and power apparently are different. Uh, there's some elevator platforms and some trash compactors at the end. Oh, and the boss here, if you use the shadow blades and some E-tanks, you will win. Those were trash compactors. I wonder what those blocks of black were, were falling down. Yeah, and they're, they're random... Like, if you just run past them, they're fine. But if you kind of want to, like, spawn some items and, like, some refills, it, it gets a little bit trickier. But really, there's no point because you end up just getting crushed and losing more life than you'd ever gain. So, I don't really understand the point of them. Yeah, yeah there's, there's very also, few spots to, to farm. So Yeah. Again, Spark, you would think trash. You wouldn't think, like, Hardman would have trash compactors. But anyways, now we're on to the... My, the level I play, again, usually at the start of the game, but apparently we have to play closer to the end to be successful. The Snake Man! Uh, so, I said these last two areas, but it's like, it's this, and the next area, at least have a little bit more distinctness, uh, are kind of probably the best in the game. So this is one of the best areas in the game. Uh, we have to fight through some snake-themed levels. We shoot some little and big snake heads. Uh, the boss here, you can just defeat with the Mega Buster. I did do it once or twice after a, a couple attempts. Uh, but if you have the Shadow Blades, it go down, goes down way quicker Kind of one of the cooler design bosses, in my opinion. Uh, and maybe my at least top two favorite level of the game, Snake Man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I like him aesthetically, and I like his like boss battle. 
but then I try to use his like power that you get from him, and you're just like, "Go, snake!" It's the funniest little thing. It makes me like chuckle because it's like, I. But what were they doing? Like sometimes, like people are throwing around blades, or you get extra power, like guns. No, go snake, and it's like, go, go snake, yeah, I, yeah. Him I, and Top Spinner kind of. I just, I just, I just laugh because it's like these these powers. Sometimes they're hilarious. So I like to yeah. Yeah, I like to jump with the the snake power and kind of try to lob the, the, the snake onto somebody. It's, it's a good time. Well, hopefully, hopefully the snakes and top spin don't come into play at the final bottle of the game. Oh, Gemini Man, that was the next area, and now for randomly we're in like an ice slash water themed level. You can shoot some little eggs to kind of move across the area, which release tadpoles who do have a bunch of pickups that you can pick up. So, I mean, uh, like, you should have full health. You can fill up some of your uh, ammo. Sometimes there's lots of extra lives. You have to fight some penguin ice dispensers and traverse the only water area, which is what you would need the rush marine or something, whatever they call it. And you're like, oh, interesting. The boss here is nothing special, and you do get to use search snakes to kill him. So Tyson's favorite weapon. Throw those snakes. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like, I mean, I figured that, you know, there'd be like a frog man with the tadpoles and stuff. But, but then there's also penguins and stuff. So you're like, again, yeah. not a lot of like synergies going on, but definitely some fun. It's a fun level. It's not nothing too, too stressful. I don't, I don't sweat this level at all. So. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's one of the better designed oh, of the game. Like we've been a little critical of some other levels. Uh, two of the six, I think, Gemini, Snake Man, better ones. This one I completely forgot about when I was writing the notes initially. It wasn't until I was kind of going back that I was like, Needle Man, forgot all about you. Oops. Uh, outside of some like hedgehog guys that kind of shoot spikes and then roll around, eh? Nothing really here. Maybe it's like a junkyard themed area. I don't know. Maybe you're outside. Uh, if you use the Gemini laser, you'll kill Needle Man, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. So, hooray. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's too many tricky platforms. I think this is some no. disappearing platform levels where you just got to use the rush, or rush coil, but that might be Snake Man. I might be mi- mixing up the two. Uh, so. Yeah, I, again, there I don't. I don't remember. Anyways, now that we're d- done the eight robot masters, you're like, oh, we get to go fight... Uh, whoever the bad guy is, probably Wily, but nah, you have to fight someone called Doc Robot. Oh, so what he does is he infiltrates four areas. You have to go back. They add a couple new little obstacles, nothing major, and then you have to fight some bosses from the previous two games, but with your current array of weapons. So hopefully you can save state and try different attempts. So we start in Sparkman stage revisited. Oh, we almost yeah. Uh, it's just like the first one. Couple more obstacles. Two boss fights. We fight Metal Man, and he uses magnet missiles or hard knuckles. And Quick Man use the Gemini laser or the search snakes, and you will be successful. Kind of a different, like this. This kind of reminds me of like a like a campaign, like or playthrough plus or whatever the heck it is, um, with some almost hidden DLC. It feels it feels neat playing some. Easter like it's almost like a little like little Easter egg built into the game, which I like. So, I mean, Capcom's known for sending you back to the start of the game after you just beat it, but I think this is handled a lot better than let's say Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah, no, and yeah, I mean, it adds a little bit more padding in the middle of the game. Not the greatest parts again because the levels aren't different; they just add some new obstacles. Like you go to Shadow Man stage, ah. Some more obstacles. Yeah, cool. You fight Woodman, though, and he uses the Needle Cannon or Search Snakes and Heat Man. Use the top spin, and you will be successful. Yeah. 
what man's a jerk he's hard without metal man's abilities yeah uh, it sucks i yeah, know he's not fun yeah a little bit of timing in theory again if you're really struggling there's probably a password out there that gets you to a specific spot in the game with like nine lives nine e-tanks you should be all right on to gemini's man revisited a uh, couple new obstacles nothing great Flashman, however used the needle cannon or gemini laser and then finally you fight bubble man and you get the shadow blades or shark spark uh, spark shock one more to go all right uh needle man no obstacles psych more obstacles shit my notes are funny uh airman though he used magnet missiles or spark shock and then finally crash man used the hard knuckles and top spin so if you're ever playing through this game you're probably better off looking at a list online than me quickly reading through those weaknesses but so is life also if you don't remember what any of these characters look like you just got to go back and replay Mega Man 2 and you'll you'll get it you'll get a nice little plethora of most of these yeah like i don't want to be super Thanks. critical of this game but i do kind of feel like i'm like i kind of want to just play Mega Man 2 instead of Mega Man 3 better soundtrack for sure yeah yeah but we're almost at the home stretch though we've kind of beat the robot masters we beat the robot masters from the last game damn it now we have to fight a guy called Breakman again uh apparently i thought he was proto man but i think at the end proto man shows up and like saves you or stops him or something like that so Breakman is the fake proto man that dr wiley used <sighs> yeah feels like it. he's like the equivalent to i don't know like a like a not good gamma but yeah well it's i mean also kind of like hey here's that story you know how we interjected proto man a bunch let's try to make more of this character that you had fought three times and all i did was just jump across the screen while facing one way and then turn around and face the other way and jump across the screen oh you just slide under him and get behind him and you just follow his pattern and he dies really simply so i do feel like capcom when they were making Mega man they really wanted kind of like a red uh anti-hero kind of guy to take over the series at some point so they're kind of really hyping the mystery around who is this proto man this break man character uh, and like they were going to try and make him really important and they kind of wanted to like push a, a game series with just him in it just saying you know a red kind of mega man looking guy kind of feel like that's what they're the vibe they were going for yeah well i think it just goes to show that even from like game three of this franchise they're already trying to write poor mega man out like, I know in the first one, he's just kind of like a servant robot or whatever, that they're just like, now you have a, a buster cannon, go. It just feels like this poor character that is just nothing but just tries his best, murders everybody, does every, everything he needs to do, and then walks off during the four seasons. You know, it's just, he doesn't get the love and respect even from his creators. They were just trying to replace him with some some edge hero. And you're like, no, man. Give, give me tried and true blue. I'll take them any time. Oh, I think I remember what happened in the story. Okay, so after each boss that we defeat originally, we get a shard, an energy shard of gamma. And then we return, we're supposed to like return to Dr. Light, give it back to him. And then Breakman shows up after we destroy Doc Robot. And during this fight, maybe Proto Man's like, oh no, you someone stole gamma. So we go back to dr light's lab and find out dr wiley has stolen gamma and he was evil the whole time and it was his setup so i think that's why there's a weird breakman interlude he was a spy or like a proto man clone that was sent to determine us there you go look i remembered something there you go um i'm yeah. glad you're paying attention yeah 
I figured it out. Good job. So now we're on to the Wily stage. It's the Wily Castle, which is kind of the end level of most of these games. Unless, like, maybe a different bad guy shows up in the next one. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to play the other games to find out. So on stage one, uh, these are, like, slightly more difficult stages as compared to the early game. Nothing great. I didn't really replay them more than once. So I don't know what happened. But apparently the boss here is the Kamigoro Maker. You are in a water-filled room. A machine shoots robot turtles at you and you kill them. Good job. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Yep. All right. Okay. How about stage two? We um, fight another yellow hey. devil. Who doesn't love water levels? Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. Anyways, uh, stage two, we fight the yellow devil. Remember him? Oh, I remember him fondly. Again, E tanks. E tanks are your friend. Oh, and slide under him. This is this is what I'm talking about, people. When, when, just, well, just wait. Because you, you don't have to jump. You don't have to do what you did in number two. You don't have to jump. You, you can just slide. You can slide right under that one of those abilities, and, and it's so much easier. You don't have to, like, pixel per perfect your arc. You can just slide. Nice. It's nice. Sweet. 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 On to stage three, uh, and somewhere it said that this is Wily's castle defense system. Cool. The boss here is holographic Mega Mans. Uh, search snakes or maybe Mega Busters. Kill them. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's always weird how they, like, change the, the like it goes character select and then just like moves you along the wily's castle when you're completing yeah. it so it's interesting the way they do it must be it must be just a memory management thing i don't know why they just don't make it all one long stage yeah uh yeah no idea no idea stage four however though is uh the eight robot masters so, or like uh, I like to refer to it as a boss rush so you have to play through each one now that you're fully equipped with the weapons uh, it's not too bad at some point, you might die just to recharge your kind of your health, but like you should be able to get through it with mostly with only one life intact. Or practice, go back and like early game, start a new file, practice against those robot masters that are giving you a tough time. Yeah, the boss rush is always the how good are you at killing everybody? Do you know all their weaknesses? Just mm -hmm. have a little chart right next to you and don't don't even worry about it. Oh, yeah, also, I didn't yeah. even mention how nice the, the menu system is in this game. Oh, it's so nice to just, like, have it pop up. You just select, pop down. feels so crisp. Uh, yeah, there was one point where I was stuck uh, just based on one of my playthroughs. Uh, and based on who I had, I had a hard time getting to the second bottom of the second column from the first. So I had, like, uh, one, two, three, and then the sixth one. And because four and five were empty, whenever I pressed over, it would send me to my E-Tanks. And I think it was like, I had to figure out finally it was like an up and down function. That was the only thing in the menu that kind of did uh, mess me up a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you're trying to select left and right. But yeah, now sometimes you just got to up and down at these old systems. I figured out. It's, it's, I mean, it's not super hard, but it kind of works. I think maybe the final stage, last stage, stage five. So we fight the third iteration of the Wily mission. If you use Rush Jet to kind of cheese the fight, you can float up and just pump your Mega Buster into a space. Uh, and then you are done. But we find out there is one more challenge. So Wily escapes final time to the final Wily stage gamma. We have to fight against a massive robot that takes up the whole screen. Uh, and I wonder what weapon to use. It's probably the very useful and not useless top spin and or search snakes to deliver the final blows and defeat gamma once and for all. You throw them snakes. Yeah. <laughs> so or do it a, a suicide jump and like, top spin. You know what? Who's not going to kill the, a giant robot boss with a little snake? I feel like that is just yeah. the the logic is just five head it's amazing 
it's it's something all right <laughs> it sure is something all right uh i, I kind of do feel like the even like Mega Man 2 love that game it's great that weird alien guy that you kill at the end that you throw like the bubbles at which bubbles operate a lot like search snakes kind of useless but that's the weakness i don't know i don't know why they did that i'm not sure must have been a game designer like they just really liked that one thing that they're like mm, i'm gonna choose my favorite one and i want this one yeah. to be the weakness so everybody has to use my favorite not like there's no logic behind it there's just like it's clearly somebody just randomly either picked it out of a hat or is just somebody's favorite abilities so it's like you have to do this so yeah i just think it's silly because like the little snake snake animation is just like like a little worm coming to kill you just hilarious yeah 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 but with that if you could do all those things that we just said and you're listening along as you're playing and you're like a sick twisted bugger because we did not provide a lot of anything <laughs> like one sentence described a whole sentence we really not a lot of uh, analysis there but if you did that you also finished the game with us, which is really exciting because the ending is before we can capture Wily, the castle begins to shake and a large block crushes him. One also crushes us, but a mysterious shadowy figure appears and saves us from the rubble. It turns out it was Proto Man. And then you watch the credits. All right. Then. Cool. Great. Yeah. I'm glad Proto Man, the guy we wrecked four or five times yeah. in this game, turned. Turns around to, oh, look, I'm so awesome, I can still save you. Yeah. Eyes roll. Yeah. Uh, Current thoughts, though, on this fun, fun title. So, uh, not bad. I don't think it's as strong as Mega Man 2. Uh, There are some bright spots. Uh, The weapons really aren't my favorite. The bosses' stages don't stand out. The Wily Castle appears to be, kind of like, appears to be that hard. Doesn't appear to be that hard. There we go. The addition of Rush, I really like. Uh, it just adds a lot of kind of character to that generic items from the past games, which, and kind of, again, builds a little bit of the lore. Nothing super major, but it's nice when you see kind of a cute dog in a game. Uh, and I thought that I played through this game a few times before the podcast, and I didn't regret a single playthrough. Well, that's a nice, nice sentiment. Nice. Good job, Mick. How about yourself? You got any... Uh, yeah, I liked it. I mean, bones? it's a Mega Man game. So, I mean, there's lots of little things you can nitpick, but as a as a retro game, it's just a lot of fun. I think there's yeah. a lot of joy to be had. It's cute. There's a fun little world to run around in. Some of the platform can be tricky, but it's very rewarding. Like, I mean, when you beat an actual, like, every time you beat a level, you feel like you accomplish something because it's not easy. It's, it's not an easy, like, you know, just run across the screen and talk to so-and-so, then run back. Like, it is in some RPGs. <coughs> Where it feels like you you accomplish something. Like every time you do like beat a boss or you beat like the yellow devil. Oh, oh it's hard. It's, it's not an easy thing. But when you get it down and you get that pattern, you just realize you're like, take your time. Don't rush things. But spam that shoot button and get ready to jump or slide depending on it. And I think that like a lot of these mechanics just are timeless. So you can always pick up a Mega Man game or you can show a Mega Man game to anybody and it's always going to be a good time. Um, it may not be like the most polished thing in the world if people want like really high-end graphics, but that's why we got the X series. So Those is true. Nice. Cool. Uh, and then final, what would you change? Uh, so really, honestly, nothing. I think the first three Mega Man games are pretty stellar, right? Uh, they are... A bit stronger than the first three X games. Okay, and as the series progresses, there are more changes that Capcom would make that negatively impact the series. However, no such changes are apparent in this game. Oh, cool. Yourself, what would you change? Um, 
maybe just one little thing is I would have uh, a time, just a time to completion. Mm-hmm. Like I think that yep. that would be awesome for the you know OG speedrunning community if we would have had like a timer built into games. Like this is how long it took you to beat the game, and because then you could just use that as your default thing as opposed to trying to time it yourself. Because people be liars out there, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, that's just such a small little mi- minuscule little thing is just to add, give me a little, instead of a total score and everything, just give me a time. That's all I yeah. ask. Cool. Nice. So that's nothing major. How about a final, are you buying it? That kind of ends our review of this game. Uh, kind of mixed bag. Uh, I think, again, we're kind of both like uh, Mega Man 1, Mega Man 2. Maybe stronger entries, although Mega Man is more versatile in this one. Still not terrible. Like, it's definitely one of the games you, like, should play. Like, don't, it's nowhere at the point where, like, avoid this one yet. Uh, that's kind of just, like, our opinion. So, uh, like I said, that's end of the review. We got a fan theory, a cultural significance, and then we're done. So, are you buying it? So, rumor has it, Wily is dead. He ha- has a robotic clone that fulfills his evil plan. That is how he is crushed by a rock in this game, but is shown watching Mega Man from afar during the end credits in his ship. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, but I would say he's probably more of like Wiley's reminds me a little bit more of a Mr. Sinister. Well, there's definitely clones involved. You never know which one's the real one. I don't I I would say that the real Wiley is probably alive and that the clone robot that he has being put into an actual like dangerous position. Yeah, I bet you that's that's the that's the clone. It's not the actual Wiley. Wiley's too smart to be like no, I'm gonna put my. I'm gonna take on Mega Man head on. It's like this guy's already beat me twice. I know what I need to do is I just need to yeah, yeah. build a, a clone, do the same stuff, and he'll probably he'll probably fail. But just in case, I'm gonna be watching this one. So I think he'd be Smart. he'd be a little bit arrogant to put himself into that kind of harm's way. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we actually get any lore. He pops up somewhere in the X series. It's weird stuff. Uh... Today, we won't worry about that. <laughs> but we'll end with a cultural significance. So in this section, we look at kind of game tropes, marketing tactics, interesting stories. We talk about how this game relates, give other examples, and tie it all back together in the end. Hooray! This is what... Uh, what is Mega Man without the bosses? Today, I'm going to give you a report card or like a scouting report on each of the bosses. And you can decide who you would want to draft onto your team of awesome bosses. Cool. Nice. Uh, you know, yeah. And I guess your team is you are, uh, as in you are an evil robot collector and you wish to overthrow the world. So there you go. I think I was breaking it down. So draft as in select them and team as in you were the evil robot collector. All right. So you ready for that? So I guess we have eight report cards. Yep. All right. And then I guess, I don't know, we pick a team. You, you pick a team. I'm not really sure how this works. Uh, we can snake draft it. Like, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, so we'll do that. Do you want, do you want to do it? Uh, let's let's go through the prospects and see what we got. So we got to start with Magnet Man. So his stats are Magnet Missile does three damage. His contact does six damage. His pro comparisons would be, or pro comps, as you might hear, are Magneto and Polaris from the X Men series. Interesting, interesting, strong contender. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like good good comparisons. Damage, you're like, oh, that's not bad. How about Hard Man? So his stats is Hard Knuckles does three damage. His uh, contact does six. And his body press is six plus six, so double the damage of just regular contact. So I think that's when he like jumps in the air and like butt slams you. His pro comparisons would be E Honda from Street Fighter and or the Blob from X Men. Mm-hmm. So we got a very strong damage dealer, yeah, for sure. 
Okay, all right, okay. And next we've got Top Man, so everyone's favorite. So his tops do four damage, his contact and top spin do six damage. So he's a little bit better at the damage dealing than most. His pro comparisons would be Moses from South Park and Sonic the Hedgehog, because he spins. Nice, nice. Yeah. Ooh, we all know who my, my top pick is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Shadow Man, on the other hand, is our next guy. His stats are his Shadow Blade does four damage, Contact does four, and he also does a Slide Attack, which is six damage. So a little bit more variance. His pro comparison would be the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because he kind of has a ninja design, and he is dark, and Ryu Hayabasa from the Ninja Guiding games. Ooh, he is. Uh, he's a slippery... Like he's your assassin for sure. You definitely, uh, and he's he's strong to deal with, but with just Mega Man and man, he, he's Mega Man. So yeah, all right, okay. See, so I, I had like some fun with this. It was like the most fun I think I had with these ones. How about Spark Man as our next guy up? He's got his stats are Mini Spark does two damage, Contact and Spark Shot does four damage. So he's a little bit weaker, but his pro comparisons are Electro from the Spider Man series, Thor. And let's throw a little love out to the DC heads out there. Shazam! Nice. It's um, interesting. Interesting. He'd be like a good... He's a little squishy, but you, you, if he was in your back like back row of a party, he's not too bad. He's not too bad. Not bad, not bad, not bad. All right. And how about Snake Man? Everyone's clear favorite. Stats, he's got Search Snakes, which do four damage, and Contact, which does six damage. So kind of right in the middle of the pack. His pro comparisons are Serpator, or Serpentor uh, from the G.I. Joe. He's the guy with the big cobra head on him. And the snake that falls asleep on Cassandra from Wayne's World. <laughs> that is a great comparison. I think that is your most accurate comparison so far. Right. Nice. Yeah, good. I was, only, I was like, what's another snake I can think of from a movie? And I was like, oh yeah, that snake that falls asleep on Cassandra. All right, perfect, good. Uh, and then I was going to go back and like make <laughs> funny ones for all of them. Yeah. Uh, about Gemini Man. So two to go, last two. Uh, stats are sp- shot does three damage. Contact, contact from clones and Gemini laser all do six damage. So he's got a lot going on there. Uh, pro comparisons would be Jamie Mad- Madrix. Uh, multiple man from Marvel and Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, he is a strong, strong contender. Um, I mean, the typical damage shot is only three, so I mean, not quite Shadow Man material, but he's he's got that that big six damage, which is good to see. So right, nice, and finally, Needle Man. Last of our prospects that we're going to look at today, uh, we've got the Needle Cannon, which does three damage. Contact is four damage. And Needle Hammer does six inch. His pro comparisons are Spike from X Men Evolution, Wolverine, and Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because they Spike and Spike. So. His name's Spike. I get you. I get yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Nice. I think that uh, we got a real, real strong lineup here, and I'm interested to see um, how, who, what our team's going to shape up. Um, do you uh, Do you want to go first? Or do, you, do you want the first uh, overall pick, or should I? Uh, you know what? Because I, I, I put together these... Because uh, if, yeah, if whoever gets first, first, like this, the next person gets second and third. So those are some strong... You, know, like you get the you get some strong top picks there. Hmm. So All right. We, do I have a coin? Um, I, have a, I have a little coin here. Do you want heads or tails? No, we'll go heads. It is tails. All right. So I will take the first pick. Uh, for my first pick, I would like... Uh, I think I'm going to get him on the, in the second round. So I don't want that. I'm going to go with... 
I'm going to go Gemini, man. Ooh. I like that, you know, yeah. I like the clones, and he does quite a bit of damage. So yeah, he, first pick off the board, he, Gemini. He's a very strong one. Um, I think mm -hmm. I got to go Hard Man, Shadow Man for my 2-3. Hard and Shadow, all right. Yeah, Shadow's a good one, too. He was probably, like, second on my board. Uh, for myself, I think just personal favorites. Uh, I, I mean, I'd be reminisced if I didn't take Snake Man with my uh, second pick. Yeah, that's and he my, had to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like personal favorite of mine. Uh, and then based on who's left, I would like to take me. Uh, uh, I think I need a bit of like a, a range dealer. So Snake Man definitely sent me back. So I'm gonna go with Spark Man just so I have a little bit of a range on that one. Okay. Spark Man next. Okay. I'm writing these down real quick. Okay. So who's left on the board is Magnet Man, Top Man, and Needle Man. Oh, I forgot about Top Man. Top Man sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, hey, I get a pick two, and then you get left with my leftovers here. Yeah. So um, hmm. I'll take Needle Man, and I'll take Magnet yeah. Man, and then you can take Top Man. I forgot about Top Man. You know what? I if Thinking Ooh. back, no, I forgot about Top Man and how much I hate him. Shit. Really should have picked second. Oh, well. well it happens. It happens. happens. So yeah. our team is... I got Gemini Man, uh, Snake Man, Spark Man, and Top Man. Yeah. Which means I probably lose to your team because your team is far more superior. Yeah. <laughs> I got Hard Man as my, my, my frontline dealer. Yeah. Then I got Spark Man as like my DPS. And then uh, Needle Man, who can do some, some damage. Not quite Gemini, but you know, he's, he's pretty good. Um, right. Hit there from the back, back row. And then I also got my Magnet Man, who will just launch homing missiles so yeah i think I, yeah i should have definitely went magnet over spark i think that would have made my team a little bit stronger though. yeah that's it's a tough about. one it's a tough one i, I was mm -hmm. surprised you left top man because i think he's just like just stats wise the six plus six he's got to be like he was my top pick for sure but then i was like i'm like it's top man gemini and shadow are all like mm -hmm. one two three they're all like that top mm -hmm. a a list you're like you need some of them so. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, there you go. Tyson won this draft. So maybe that's a thing that we could, uh, you know, going forward, we do little boss drafts and we kind of keep running tabs on who's the better master. And I now know to better to scout them better in the future. Even though I wrote the freaking contest, I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Well, I think going Silly. first is also like maybe a deterrent. Like if you win the draw, you yeah. almost might want to go second because you get two and three because it's such a small pick. You get eight. So if you go first, yeah. you get the worst player no matter what. But if you're well, going like second, the first player, yeah, you, yeah, you and I mean, I guess yeah. because Gemini and Hard were kind of like one in one A, one B yeah. almost, yeah. Uh, it would have been behooved me. So there you go. We learned something about drafting robot masters today. Yeah, there we go. There's a little fantasy uh, drafting strategy to mix in yeah. with your uh, Mega Man, and maybe we'll do this for all the other Mega Mans. Who knows? Cool. Nice. Awesome. So with that, uh, yeah, that kind of ends our show. It's kind of what we want to talk about. We had a little bit of fun, uh, showed a little bit of frustration, showed a little bit of love to this game, which is, I think, beloved in the community. So yeah, there you go. So cool stuff. Hinted at maybe future projects that we might work on in the future unless somebody else jumps in our way. That's it. Uh, did we miss anything? James Bond. That's it. There you go. Oh, look at that. We went over an hour. Maybe once I edit it down, it'll be like a little bit long. But like, I did not think it would be this long. So good job, us. Yep, we nailed it. Cool, yo. All right, well, with that, uh, like I said, we're back two weeks for our Zelda retrospective. Fi finally done Ocarina of Time on the next episode, and then we're on to Majora's Mask in like a month and a half. So Exciting, cool. exciting stuff. Yeah, awesome. Cool, so with that, without further ado, I say goodbye, and talk to you, later. Talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.